Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. (laughs) I love Dan Patrick. I love Joel on the xylophones, man. As do I. I appreciate Dan Patrick leaving the xylophone behind so that we could use it and have some fun. Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Danny G, super producing at 877-99 on Fox. Remember, call us later because we're giving away some bribery balls. Maybe let you play along. We're going to do a little uh, tribute to Dan since we're filling in. What did you learn the last couple days on CNR in for Dan Patrick? We'll do that last hour of the show. Yeah. 877-99 on Fox. Shout out to the affiliates who are hanging out with us. We appreciate you guys. Hopefully you're having some fun with us. And remember to please. (laughs) You like what you hear and now you need Kavito and Rich in the afternoon. That's a goal, right? Saying, man. Let's do this. And if you do like our show, we got a Patreon every day. And, of course, we're here on Fox Sports Radio, 5 p.m. Eastern, usually Monday through Friday. So subscribe to our podcast for free. On Fox Sports Radio, just search Cavino and Rich wherever you stream your podcast. And if you leave a nice review and you ever hear your name, you do qualify for a bribery Nerf football. We're live from the Mercedes-Benz studios. Remember, owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary. It's extra easy. With full remote access, your vehicle from your phone via the Mercedes and me connect that. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. The choice is yours. Black sheep style. Yo, on a way back Wednesday, when you do that Mercedes uh, read, the yes. remote accessing everything from your phone. Yeah. Doesn't it make you realize how far we've come from, even if you're a kid of the 90s, remember like you would take your stereo in and out of your car? Like the face. Oh, you like, know. You, not even I the face. My, you my would dad. Take the, before the face, the removable yeah. face, you would take the whole thing out. My dad had the club in his car for safety. Like, think of how far we've come with technology. Now, Mercedes, you got everything from your phone. Well, if you want to learn more about it, learn more at mbusa.com slash EQ. Again, I'm Steve Cavino, <laughs> just a kid from Union, New Jersey. That's Rich Davis. How about the multi-disc changer in the trunk? Oh, Danny, I can promise you Cavino, who's from Jersey, was probably pumping his Guido bass music with... You You probably had a 12-disc changer. I had a close, a Blaupunkt, <laughs> which was a, a Sony German division, Blaupunk. I believe. Blaupunkt. Blaupunkt 10-disc changer, but I had that digital Sony EQ, the removable face, the boom and bass. I had it all, dude. I had it all. And you, so, probably, you probably had a Dracar Noir air freshener. My favorite cologne, bro. Well, <laughs> you probably had a horn in your rear view. I, have, yeah. I would rank them like this. I would have uh, Bartolo, number three. Great cologne. Um, arrogance, number two. Rick Martel. <laughs> <laughs> Spraying people with arrogance. And, of course, Jakar is the favorite way back Wednesday throwback on my list. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. We got to talk about this Michael Orr story. Yeah, it, it's getting weirder. And weirder. Who's really be, being blindsided? 
it's, in this it's, new story. The Tui family. I think you know. The more you read, let, let's uh, let's give a little timeline. Can we all agree? In the last forty-eight hours, the first thing you probably heard was, "Can you believe the Tui family? What trash they fooled him, the Michael Orr. Fooey. What a what well, a you know what we were what led a scam. to believe was that." According to the initial the initial report. report was that they totally manipulated and duped Michael Lore. Where he thought he was signing adoption papers. They're like, who sign right here? Yeah, right here. They were conservatorship papers that somehow bamboozled all the money he made from the movie to their wallets. <laughs> and their kids' wallets. That was the and narrative. And I was reading reports where the kids, who don't deserve anything in my opinion, got like two hundred and twenty-five, two hundred fifty thousand dollars each, and they well, were getting all these residuals. That's the little part because the residuals right. were and the residuals a couple percentage points of the movie's revenue. Right, right. So that all the money was going to the Fooey family, Tui's Tui family. Depends who's right, who's wrong. And that Michael Orr got nothing. That was the that original. He was blindsided, and he was this all-American athlete before he even got with them anyway, and he took advantage of them. And that was what we were led to believe this week early on, making us feel like, man, well, wow. Well, That's the, not the story listen, I wanted to believe. I love that movie. Back then, when Sandra Bullock was winning awards for this, and we were all like, oh, blindsided, what a great movie. There was a sense of... Rudy, where you know how Joe Montana ruins Rudy? Ruiner. <laughs> you know, it really wasn't like that at Notre Dame. Shut up, Joe Montana. You're my childhood hero. Stop ruining Rudy. We no one really put jerseys on on coaches. Stop it, Joe. It's based on the true story. Let me think Rudy was the way it was. That's the thing. You felt People that way. Remember, based on yeah. means they're taking creative liberties to make it a better story. It's a movie. I'm stating the obvious, but I also feel that way about the recent Flaming Hot movie on Hulu. Oh. Which is like, he didn't invent Flaming Hot Cheetos. And I'm like, I know that's the report. It sits on the throne of lies. But <laughs> relax. It's, it's like the not only Flaming Hot with Richard... Montañez, you know, based on a true story. Winning time. We're loving it on HBO. Loosely based on the Lakers in the late 70s, early 80s. Now, when you saw The Blind Side back then, you did get the sense of like, all right, let's let's just enjoy the movie. It's probably based on a true story. I don't think... I mean, they I don't really think, embellished I don't it. think like, uh, this dude never slept in a real bed before. Yeah. That's a bed. Jerry I, West I, is like, that's not how I talk to you, blanker. Yeah. So... I don't think Leanne Tui, I don't think Sandra Bullock's character really went on the high school field and told the coach to shut up and was like, you could do this, Michael. Like, listen, it was, Michael. it was embellished. We enjoyed it. Blindside. Fast forward all these years later. Yeah, the initial report was, man, they bamboozled them. They didn't adopt them. They did a conservatorship. And wait, they stole all the money from the movie? Remember, the movie reports were saying made over $300 million. And Michael Orr claiming he got none of that yeah, saying because he, he signed over the rights. Well, he's saying and he got nothing. He and was he's, a young kid. He didn't know what he was signing. And, you know, if that's true, and that's what we were led to believe this week, early this week, well, you were like, oh, man, that's gross. But we did say in our defense, hold on, there's always two sides to every story. And now, Rich, you're saying there's an well, update that's totally changing your view on this? There's multiple updates. Sean Tui, the husband... Firing back at Michael Orr, calling BS, saying that it's insulting. The family took him in, and they made little money off the success of Blindside. The 63-year-old that was played by Tim McGraw, Bullock's husband in the movie. Little money? I find that hard to believe. Said he was devastated to learn that Orr had accused him and his wife Leanne of exploiting him for fame? Yeah, he, Going to court? He owns Taco Bells, remember? He doesn't need anybody else's money. He said he never tricked Orr into a nah. conservatorship. Rich owns Taco Bell. I you see this guy at Taco Bell? Gordita Crunches? Four of them. All right. He certainly didn't make millions off of it either. The Tui family said the whole ordeal went down because the NCAA told him that if Orr wanted to attend Ole Miss, he'd have to be considered part 
of the Tui family. And listen, we don't need to get into all those details, but now what's happening is they're saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, now that you bring it up, Michael Orr has been trying to extort us. He's saying, give me $15 million or I'm going to drag you through the media. So they're accusing Michael Orr now of playing dirty, going to them. And now they're saying, well, hold on a minute. We got the receipts. When we made the movie, we said, us, the kids, you, Michael Orr, are going to get an equal cut. And there's receipts that they did get an equal cut. And I think it goes back to something. Very interesting, because again, early reports were, were that he got goose eggs. He got zilch, nada, uh, zero point. Zero. Zero point zero. I think there's a couple of factors here, Kavino, and here's here's the point that I'm most adamant about. Yeah, you could probably argue that the Tui family not only has a, a huge heart, but perhaps they are slight opportunists. Michael Orr was in a scenario where I'm sure he benefited from the support of this family when he wasn't really born into, you know, a stable situation. But once this movie came out, guess what you knew? The name Michael Orr. When they started showing the B-roll at the end of the movie, like, oh, there he is on the Ravens. And you're like, oh, what a story, Sandra Bullock. Oh, award winning. We know Michael Orr's name now. Would you have known a random lineman's name on the Ravens if not for this movie? And don't lie to yourself. You would have no clue on planet Earth who Michael Orr was if not for this movie, unless you were a sports nut that you knew every lineman, offense, defense on every team. Michael Orr benefited from this movie. Michael Orr should be mad that he didn't spend the last decade plus enhancing his brand. Well, hold on, though. Hold on. Spot Danny G. Joel. Listen you can't to be taking this strong of a stance against I certainly Michael can. Orr just because you heard a flip side from the Fooey family. The truth is you don't know the truth. You know, a few days ago, we were like, man, it's so messed up what happened. And now you're like throwing grass up in the air where the wind blows like Aaron Rodgers <laughs> to see where you're leaning towards now. He's touched every you blade of grass. You can't tell me grass. that all oh, the Fooey family is... is as if he knows every blade of grass. <laughs> so you can't tell me that this is fact. I, I don't know. That's why you know it's it's a controversy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone we knew the, that anyone they were going to have their side, man. We knew that already. Exaggerated. So it's interesting to hear their side, but you don't know what's true. How I do think, you know? Says think, who? I don't think Sandra Bullock. You why know? Why are you so quick to believe the fooies? Because if they got the receipts, what do you think Michael Orr has? You don't think he has some proof? So he's just going there with accusations. He has no proof at all. Well, hold on. Michael Orr. Well, we'll del- we will get to the bottom of this, but my main thought here is Michael Orr has done a terrible job of taking this opportunity and rolling with it. He made millions in the NFL. Great player. Guy, you know, had a pretty nice run as a National Football League player. But this guy, with that story behind him, blindside, coming out of the situation he was in, beating adversity, making it to the NFL, the movie with Sandra Bullock that won Academy Awards, Michael Orr could be doing speaking engagements around the country. He could be inspiring young kids. He could be making millions in the talk circuit. He could be doing TED Talks. And you're right, big money, corporate conventions. Just public speaking, motivational speaking. Without this movie, Michael Orr is just a mid-level, solid lineman that played and retired. But hold on. This movie puts him on the map. Pause. The same way you know Rudy Rudiger because of the the movie. You wouldn't know about a random dude that played at Notre Dame. That's fine. He took that, and now Rudy speaks all over the country and the world making millions. Michael Orr just dropped the ball on an opportunity that he was the Linemen that we all knew because of a cool movie. I agree with you 1,000%. He dropped the ball. When it comes to him dropping the ball, maybe not taking full advantage of the opportunity he had being a recognizable household name and profiting from the popularity of the movie. But that doesn't mean he wasn't bamboozled in the contracts and by the family or 
or out of his cut from the movie. You know, we're, we're going to get to the bottom of that. Not you and I. I'm not, uh, I'm not John Stossel. I'm not putting on my investigative mustache. Yeah, but those two stories are, are mutually exclusive. Yes, he didn't seize the opportunities. I agree. I don't think there's any denying okay, that. We could agree on that. Absolutely, right? I mean, how, how is this guy not? I mean, either he, maybe he's a dud. He's not a, probably not a, not not a dud of a guy. I'm saying maybe he's just not the type that's a good talker. Because if he was, he should be at every. He should be doing talks at colleges to young kids to anyone that's down on their luck. Like, oh, Michael Oren, my story, The Blind Side. Like, yeah, that's big money to be made there doing that. Yo, you can make millions right, doing so. those speaking engagements. Maybe he's not doing enough of that. Um, I'll agree with you on that. But we don't know the truth of who was bamboozled, who was blindsided when it comes to the story. But I knew and we knew that there was another side to the story. So Rich is implying, all right, if you're doing the math, if we all agree that he didn't take full advantage of his opportunities, right, then you would have to say that this is a money grab for him and that's why. And that's what you're implying. Because he didn't take advantage there. Then what happened with his NFL money? They don't pay chump change in the NFL. No, he's made money, dude. So that's what I'm saying. You're implying that he's hard up for money or something. That's what I'm hearing in between the lines. Well, here's here's another update. And then something that's also making me roll my eyes. Maybe he doesn't do all these speaking arrangements because he doesn't need the money. But if you're saying he's hard up, then it does explain I, I, why saying, he's suing his his former family. I'm not saying he's hard up. In fact, there's people saying he's not hard up at all, but here's another headline. This is from Fox News. Michael Orr demanded $15 million threatening the Tui family that if you don't pay up, I'm going to plant a negative story about you. Wow. An attorney who represents the Tui family. Sounds like threats. I don't like that said in a bombshell statement that Michael Orr threatened to plant a negative story if they didn't pay up 15 mil. Where's he getting that arbitrary number from? Yeah, that was what I would want to right? know. Like, 15 million. How's you're he coming telling 15 me, million? What's uh, Father Fooey's name? What's his name? Sean. Sean Fooey is saying, is Sean? Sean Tui is saying that... They didn't really make that much money from the film, and this dude is saying he wants $15 million? Where is he pulling that from? Well, the movie, again, made $300 million. Through hard work and good fortune, the Tuies have made an extraordinary, uh, extraordinary amount of money in the restaurant business. The notion that the couple, worth hundreds of millions of dollars... Well, don't believe everything you hear. We were also led to believe for years that Johnny Manziel came from oil money just because someone said so. Yeah, but they're saying... If you think they're trying to hold a few thousand dollars of profit. A few thousand? I saw on a clip that one of the sons said he made like sixty, seventy thousand dollars in the past year from that movie. Well, here's Somebody a, lying. Here, yeah, somebody's yeah, I mean, someone's full of lying. It. And we're gonna get to the bottom of it. Not again, not us, someone else will, and we'll talk and, about and it. And by the way, I've got the receipts has turned into even more of a part of the threat. Well, let's see him. Let's see the receipts. Let's see the contract. Whoever has the receipts has the truth. Look, the receipts are always in the parking lots. BMW, no, no, no. BMW. They're on my kitchen yeah. counter. Because uh, my, my girlfriend yeah. never throws them away. They're just there all receipts over the place. Receipts everywhere. Joel, th- th- there's another They're angle in here. your wife's car all over Oh, the you place. want to find the receipt? Check my wife's, uh, yeah, check my wife's car. <laughs> there's, the there's, water, there's water bottles, receipts, empty, the empty Starbucks cups. Use. So here's the latest part of it that... I don't know why this agitates me so much. And believe it or not, one of the guys that works here at Fox Sports Radio is one of the... <laughs> I like the guy. But he's one of the clowns pushing this narrative. I mean, you can narrative. like somebody personally and, and not agree with their take. Oh, someone could be a hell of a guy, but have a terrible clown take There's on something. There's a guy we used to work with. Again, we're Cavino and Rich, and for Dan Patrick, we spent many of years on terrestrial radio in New York... And, of course, at Sirius XM, where we still do music stuff. And there's a guy we worked with for years, Pete Dominic, comedian. And Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> and he also does, a, like, a political talk show. And I agreed with nothing that this guy said ever. But I love him as a person. Yeah, you're, allowed, you're allowed to think someone's great. Yeah. There's there's a dude on this network that's been getting some love, our pal VJ from Martin VJ. 
And he, he's one of these people that I believe tweeted something to the effect of Sandra Bullock's well, you know Oscar what? should be taken away. Hold on, let me she think. Acted. Let me think. About, let me think about that and say that Martin and VJ do a great job. First and first, mostly. I listen to them on the weekend. Yeah. I feel that sometimes I feel like they're actually going to fight on the air. If you want to hear a potential fight break out, <laughs> definitely <laughs> check them out. They do a great job, compelling radio. Martin and VJ here on Fox Sports Radio. Should Sandra Bullock's Oscar be taken away? You know, I saw TMZ picked up that quote. So props it, to him. There's a I'm cry. Not, I'm not buying into that. There's at all. a cry on Twitter. I'm sorry, X. Yesterday, that the thought of Sandra Bullock and her Oscar just shouldn't be anymore. It's like it's it's, it's not a Heisman Trophy winner that gets their little award taken away. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, it's making headlines now. So props to VJ there. And you know but what? I don't I don't buy into that at all. She put on a great performance. She's an actress. She was passionate about the story. She portrayed that. Covino Mike she would won. say that's ludicrous. Well, I don't care. He doesn't decide ludicrous. who wins an award. That's ludicrous. <laughs> that's Blindside, that's get this. Ludicrous. The guy you that played. Take away, take away Johnny Mandel Heidman. He was the one selling autographs the whole time. Blindside <laughs> star Quentin Aaron. Now, Quentin Aaron's the guy that played Michael Orr in the movie. Yeah. He said, yo, Sandra Bullock got nothing to do with that. Nothing. Like, why would you ever take away her Academy Award? She acted and she was fantastic. And it goes on to say that the Twitter steam is rolling with There's a lot of people Steamy. saying, yeah, like, yeah, maybe they should take away her award. How on earth does that make she any has, sense? She's not the, she's not the real, uh, what's her name? Pam Fooey? Leanne Tooey. She's not Leanne Tooey. She's an actress. Get out of here with that. And and also, Sandra Bullock just lost her lifetime partner. Her her man a passed young away. Guy at fifty seven. And, and like now's the time to pile on Sandra Bullock. Leave Sandra Bullock out of this. Leave her How many alone. cousins has Cavino put in their family? Cheryl Fooey, <laughs> Joey Bowie. There's a lot of Fooies and Bowies and Tooies for Cavino. <laughs> The cry, <laughs> yeah, but Rich is like calling him out, like he knows them personally. Oh yeah, yeah. you he know, call, he said Leanne. Leanne as if he knows her. Hey, Leanne, yeah. hey, Leanne's a good woman. Well, you watch a good woman, Leanne too. You don't remember Leanne from the Come on, you know Leanne. Ho. I didn't like the movie the way you did. I really didn't. I watched it once. I liked it. Liked. I liked it. Liked. You I liked it too. I probably loved it because it made you feel good, not me. I didn't buy make, into it from the start. How I didn't buy into. How did it make I me feel buy, good? Because <laughs> you love it. You're insinuating like I'm an old white guy that yeah. brought in like a the black football player. Yeah, I, made, how does it, it make me feel, feel good? good. I back your Heisman, Rich. When I saw it, yeah, <laughs> I want your awards back. I saw it and I thought to myself, "This is bollocks." Not Sandra. This is bollocks. Eh? Because you're gonna tell me this dude never had a bed? Get out of here with this story, this feel good story. Oh, it was a good movie. Kavino was on. It wasn't to the, a great movie. Kavino's been on to the two E since '09. All right, listen. Your thoughts. We'll take some feedback. Plus, we're gonna talk about Jamar Chase and why we learn from him. Be careful who you sleep with. Plus, midweek major spots gonna break down the biggest stories in pop culture and sports. We'll let you know. Is it midweek or major? But we gotta give shout outs to Kings. Hawaiian. I mean, are there tastier rolls in the world? And they're doing some good stuff now. Uh, we're always uh, they're always asking for support. Uh, we're always asking to support our partners, but our friends at Kings Hawaiian have a special request for you. Everyone at Kings Hawaiian is heartbroken, obviously, over the devastating wildfires that swept across Maui and parts of the Big Island, and they need your help. The natural disaster has left families, victims, and first responders in desperate need of aid. And Kings Hawaiian has deep roots in Hawaii, doing all they can to support the victims and relief efforts happening on the ground. They're asking for you to donate to help all the uh, all those affected and get help and funding necessary to survive this tragic event. If you're able, Kings Hawaiian recommended a few organizations which are working directly with the community relief efforts. The Maui Strong Fund. You could go to Hawaii communityfoundation.org slash Maui Strong. The Maui Food Bank, you can go to mauifoodbank.org slash donate. Operation BBQ Relief, go to operationbbqrelief.org. The rebuilding process is going to be tough out there. So sad. And listen, we've all been to Hawaii. It's such a beautiful, magical place, and this is devastating. We were all in Maui. We stayed in Lahaina. It's beautiful. I feel bad. So bad for the families, everything about it. Well, do your part to help. Kings Hawaiian stands beside 
their Ohana in Hawaii every step of the way. Thank you for your support. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Tell you what, I think I'm going to upset a lot of fantasy football people. You know what? Oh, no. I might take it easy. I'm no. trying to have a fun time. Go I'm not trying to upset him, anybody. No, him. no, no, no. But we're going to talk fantasy football, and Rich's wife had an observation about it, plus Jamar Chase, and in just moments, midweek major. Ooh. So stick around for that, all your favorite stories and headlines in the world of sports and pop culture. And we're live from Mercedes-Benz Studios, brought to you by the finest. That car is fine. <laughs> Lay it down. 
Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> the vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com oh. slash EQS. Again, we're Cavino and Rich. Steve Cavino and Rich Davis. We're on every afternoon, Monday through Friday, on Fox Sports Radio. Always a pleasure to be in for Dan Patrick. All right. Now, something we do every Wednesday. It's time for Midweek Major. Let's go. Let's go. Hit it. Mm-hmm. On the wall. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Cavino and Rich get you over the middle of the week with Midweek Major. Ooh, I love that. We throw sports and pop culture headlines and topics at the fellas, and it's like the kids say. That's so mid-week. Definitely major. CNR scoring. Midweek Major. Oh, yeah. Danny G. Point you can Wednesday. Do it. You could do it this early too, huh? I'm impressed. I am really <laughs> impressed. I, tr- I tried to do it last week. You weren't here. It's <laughs> tough. Oh, I, I applaud you. When the horns hit, you know it is the middle of the week. In for the great Dan Patrick show, CNR on FSR. All right, before we hand it over to this segment's number one and only host. Only host. <laughs> um, we are gonna roll the love dice. Two big red dice in the studio. This is for home court advantage in the game. Yeah, who gets the answer first? Usually has the advantage, yeah. These are uh, Danny G's sticky. They're not as sticky since you had a kick. Oh, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> How come they're not as sticky as you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what happened? We're right, busy well, with Similac. Well, let's say what you got. <laughs> Similac child driving me wild. All right, Covino rolls. I got uh, five. Five. All right, Rich. Five Rich with the steal. It. It's a soft five. All right, and now Rich's turn. Uh, 11. Oh, oh, good roll. Rich gets to go first. Covino the sloppy seconds. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the host, the most famous man <laughs> from Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Not true. There's a more famous woman, though, Judy Bloom. That's true. And man, too. Spotty boy. Hey, Spotty. Hey, guys. Hey, Spot. uh, good morning. I think, I'm, I think I'm awake by now. It's, it's, nice. it's we're halfway through the show. Um, half, and halfway through the week. Rich, this is perfect to start off with you because you once did tell me that this song was your favorite song of all time. Um, Are, Cotton, is this Proclaimers? No, this is uh, Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the, uh, during a recent tennis match, the 90s dance anthem, which I'm sure you still know the dance as well, uh, derailed the match. So during Montreal's National Bank Open, there was a tiebreaker between Jessica Pagula. I'm going to butcher these names. Jessica Pagula and Iga Swiatek. With Pagula ahead, and as the ball was in play in the middle of the match, Cotton Eye Joe started blaring over the speakers in the stadium to the point where the ump had to say, oh, wait, hold on a second. I'm sorry about that. There's a Cotton Eye Joe play. We're going to have to yeah. pause the game. So they paused it. Eventually, went uh, Pagula went on to win when they restarted. But yeah, midweek or major. This is so weak. I'll tell you why. Because the announcers, the announcers made it seem. Like, this was a travesty. Like, my word. I know tennis, you yeah, know, people. Like, oh, quiet on the court. It's a little it's uptight quiet. of a sport. It's not, you know, right. the like golf, the announcers are all like uh, very so quiet and whispering. We are not sure what happened there. Won't happen again. They made it seem How are you gonna like get the grunts? something crazy happened. I was more impressed because after that, I'm like, you know, let me look up the lyrics of Cotton Eye Joe. Do you know how it starts? If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, Joe, I've been married a long time ago. Yeah, if it Where did he come from? Where did he go? I didn't know. If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd be married a long time ago. Cotton Eye Joe stole his woman. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That was my big takeaway. But yeah, I think it's weak. What you got? This is a mid story. Sorry. It's mid, as the kids say. Yes. Mid. That's why I gave it to Rich. It's it's very mid, it's average, and I'll tell you why. It's it's more weak, like Rich said, but it had some viral legs this week, right? People were talking about it. We all saw the clip. I did anyway. So, therefore, I think it's it's mid. No one cares about Pekula, uh, Pegula? Pegula, Pegula Oblongata, but <laughs> they seem to be very distracted by this. So, in the world of tennis, it did matter. So, for that reason, mid-story. Okay. Definitely All right. Uh, so I know you guys are huge fight fans. Sorry to let you down, but it doesn't look like the battle of the tech uh, billionaire nerds will be happening at the Coliseum. <sighs> They're both blaming each other now. I know. 
So, Musk, Elon Musk is saying that Mark Zuckerberg refused to uh, perform, perform, fight. <laughs> to perform. To perform at the Coliseum. And he even said, okay, fine, I will do it in your backyard. Remember how he put in that backyard octagon? Yeah. And then. Um, uh, well, that's Zuck- a big difference. Zuckerberg. Roman Coliseum right? and now the backyard. And then Zuckerberg was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm traveling. We can't do it. So, Musk is trying to make this happen, and Zuck keeps ducking him, but it sounds like Zuckerberg now is actually going to fight a real UFC fighter. Like, Dana White has alluding to the fact that he's going to fight an actual UFC fighter. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I miss the good old days when billionaires just wanted to go to outer space. Right? <laughs> I, I, mean, I think this is... It's major because if Zuckerberg and Musk do fight in an octagon, major. we're talking about two billionaires, two of the guys that are influencing the world, whether it be social media, you know, advances in technology... They're going to get in the octagon, and they're both sort of ducking each other. I, I feel you, Spot, because each one is saying the other one's the reason it's not happening. Uh, this is another mid-story. Look, fighting at the Roman Coliseum, if that were to ever happen, that would be major. But two nerds trash-talking, I'm not that hyped about it, to be honest. Nerds. You know, and it's going to be a sloppy fight, and Elon Musk... He weighs 230 pounds, dude. You ever see the torso yeah, on this Yeah, he's all chest. He's all torso. The inventor of Torslow. Torslow. <laughs> he's all torso, this guy. And Zuckerberg, on a good day, weighs 145 pounds. So, of course, wow. he's sort of bullying this other weenie to fight because I think size does matter in these sort of competitions. And it's not like Zuckerberg's that tough of a guy. I mean, he'd whoop our asses, unfortunately. But I'm not that fired up as a fight fan to see, again, two weenies get in the octagon. So mid. Uh, So Jamar Chase... You know that guy, right? Yeah. Uh, has revealed his Mount Rushmore of all-time NFL wide receivers. He listed Antonio Brown. This is all-time, by the way. Okay. Cooper Cup from the Rams. Uh, retired Lion Hall of Famer Calvin Johnson. And Negative. 49er Rich Jerry Rice. Um, a lot of people giving him flack, though, for leaving off Randy Moss. Oh, getting you got to catch a beat runner like right, Randy getting Moss. Getting a lot of internet hate for that. He hasn't responded. But, yeah, that's so that's his. It's not crazy. That's his four. What do you think, midweek This or is major? Uh, the most mid-story of the week. You're welcome. If he had left off Jerry Rice, there's the story. If someone leaves Michael Jordan off their top NBA list, that's the story. You know, A.B., you know, you can make an argument that if you take away all the all the wild, crazy stuff, Antonio Brown dominated for years. That's so mid. Megatron, retired early, one of the best. Jerry Rice, the best. Well, Cooper Cup, he's giving Coop a lot of credit, so... I don't know. That's a, that's a great I think the Cooper Cup answer is a great answer. It's coming from a young guy, young guy's perspective. I think there's another mid story. Very mid, nothing major about it. Nothing really that's that so weak. Very mid because we all do that. Who's your Mount Rushmore? I think that discussion in itself is weak. We got to find like four. Who's your Manny Moe and Jack? Or I don't know. We got to find another like way <laughs> that's to way describe. better. We got yeah. to find something else. Cooper I mean, Cup who? over Devontae Adams? Well, though? hold on. That, this yeah, is why it's mid. Exactly. This is why it's mid. Like, Terrell Owens, too. Come on. You're not going to put T.O. in the conversation? Calvin Johnson? Look, that's his opinion. He's in the NFL. He's entitled to that. It's his Mount Rushmore. So, again, who are we to judge? These are his favorites. He has his reasons. Mid-story. All right. Uh, from uh, Jamar to Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's finding inspiration for his 2023 season playbook on social media. Apparently, he's doing the bowl scroll like you, Kavino. Uh, the Ravens QB says he scours social media, and when he sees roots and plays that he likes, he sends them to his QB coach, and they put him in the playbook. So for the upcoming season, um, apparently the Ravens are going to be focusing on a more pass-heavy offense. So we'll see if it, uh, so his bowl me, scroll pays off. So you tell me, well, Lamar Jackson's sitting on the bowl or just laying around scrolling. He's like, butt cheeks, butt cheeks, Theo Von clips. Joe Rogan clips, you know, all the stuff we see every day. Crazy plain lady. Crazy plain Crazy lady. Crazy plain lady. Apologizing. When he's watching those random sports clips that comes up, yeah. if he likes one of the plays, he sends them to the he QB like, coach. Hey, look at this crazy high school play. Yeah, it, eh, you know what? I think it's great. I, I think it's a mid-story, but hey, I like that he's always thinking football. Uh, Patrick Mahomes here. Uh, <laughs> kind of a major story because I thought I was the only guy that did it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Definitely what's up, Fox Sports Radio? Hey, Kavino and Rich doing a great job. That's where we got that <laughs> merry-go-round little uh, ring around the rosy play last year. Remember that? That's true. Yeah, I saw it on uh, social media. See, there you go. I, it's kind of an interesting story. Kind of mid. Kind of That's mid. so mid. But it's not major. 
God, what do I what do I wrap up with? I don't know what to. Give me so what you got. I, I don't know. I have so many stories. Spot, I don't know which one to choose. I gotta make this clear. If I say it's mid, it's not a knock on you. No, it's okay. It's just you know these are the stories right. that are out. I'll this let week. you choose. Do you want a shot in the junk, something about Derek Jeter, or fantasy football? A shot in the junk has got to win. I shot the junk. No, shot in the junk. What is shot in the junk? Well, That's the outro. Okay, well, uh, as you know, Orioles announcer Kevin Brown is back in the booth after his little suspension. Uh, but he had the pleasure of calling Juan Soto's shot in the junk. I don't know if you saw this. So in the bottom of seventh of Monday's game, Soto was up at bat versus the Orioles. He swung at an inside pitch, causing the ball to bounce and hit him right in the junk, taking him down. Oh. And he was laying on the ground. But the best part was the call. So Brown's call was Juan Soto. Grounds went off Juan Soto and goes down hard. That's not where you want it. One replay, please. So he, he gave him a little nod. Anyway, midweek or major. Should have mm. gone with Derek Jeter, huh? Should have went with Derek Jeter. Uh, That's so mid. <laughs> it's so <laughs> mid. Sneak in the Jeter thing. Go real quick. What's the Jeter uh, story? Derek Jeter. So apparently Marlins owners. Oh, I did see this. Hated Derek Jeter. So, um... He didn't leave a lasting impression. So uh, the owner, the former owner, knocked him for removing the sculpture that was out in center field, saying that he ruined the ballpark, taking away and destroying art. And then the team president said that, you know, I don't think he realized that being a shortstop and being an executive were two different things. He's like, he probably should have stuck to being a subway pitch man. That's more up his alley. Wow. That's juicy. That's major. Kavino's a big Jeter fan. I'll let him take it. All I'll say is I think the only move that Jeter made that was good was getting rid of that awful statue. (laughs) Yeah. Are you kidding me? Give me one other guy besides the lame owner who thinks that statue was cool. That was the weakest... Definitely weakest bigger. work of art, as he said. Um, it's getting emotional. <laughs> in baseball. <laughs> I loved it. You sounded like Scooby-Doo right like, there. <laughs> Zoinks. Like, 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 like Jeets. Like, leave Jeets alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Jeter now in a, in a commercial on TV. Oh, he's the greatest. He's the best. <laughs> and look, any juicy story about Derek Jeter is going to be major. And from Jeter's perspective, he left that organization in a way better place than when he found not, it, not a, behind the scenes. Yeah. So that seems like some some sour grapes to me. Major story. Thank right. you, Spot. Thanks, buddy. Hey, live from the Mercedes-Benz Studios. Kavino Rich in for Dan Patrick. And coming up next, we're going to talk about fantasy football and something my wife finds so odd that us dumb grown men do. And I'll explain what that is next right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Yo, CNR on Fox Sports Radio. Kavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick, a guy that I grew up admiring. The same way Bryce Young. It's like, oh my God, it's Aaron Rodgers. Yo, we're filling in for Dan Patrick. That's pretty very, damn cool, I'll tell you very that. Very cool. I don't take that for granted. No. What's up, Danettes? What's up? Especially for like <laughs> hometown friends, it's like we made it. They're like, yo, man, I heard you filling in for Dan Patrick. And I say to them, you know, I am on every day, though, if you want to listen. I had the same talk with the dudes. <laughs> I, honestly, Danny G, I had the same talk with the guys I play softball with. Multiple people hit me up this week like, yo, great job. I heard you in for Dan. You and Kavino, good stuff. And I have to tell them, you know I'm on every day. They're like, oh, really? on Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 on the East, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. on the West. Again, for free. Just so what is Kavino their response? They're like, oh, yeah. Joel, they, they act almost dumbfounded. You know, these are guys I see every week playing ball. They're guys that, you know, even old school, high school or college buddies. Yo. Really funny bit. I heard you and Kavino doing that Wizard of Oz thing yesterday. Uh, yo, uh, I'm a da- I listen to Dan Patrick every morning, and I'm, th- I'm thinking to myself, that's great and all, but you, again, you do know that we're on. Yeah, <laughs> if you and like if you what like you heard, it, please check us out Monday through Friday at our regular time. But always a pleasure to be here, you know, prime uh, time, hanging out with Joel and Danny G and Spot. You know and what? If it you missed anything of? this week. We also played Tyson trivia yeah. yesterday. You know, if you want to be part of it, just check out the podcast. Danny, you know what it reminds me of? It's you could do something every day, and you know your friends and family, and the people that you would assume are, are are there, aren't. And then the example I love to use is a couple of years ago, I was able to go with my wife and sit in the audience at the Bachelor after the final rose. A friend of mine was like. Hey, do you want to sit in the audience? I was like, yeah, that'd be a fun date. Now, yeah, honey, we're going to go in the audience. And we were sitting like prime seating on on the set. They panned to me a couple times with my wife. We were like clapping. More people hit me up there. And I'm like, <laughs> and at the time, I'm like, at that time, I was on the radio and television every day. And more people hit me up because they saw me clapping in the audience. Yeah, we were on ESPN every night. I was like, yeah. And it just shows you. Those big shows, Dan Patrick in the Morning, primetime TV shows, their just audience is so massive. Rich clapping was the most the most views he ever had. Be honest, did the producers tell everyone before the taping, make over-the-top facial expressions? No, Danny, no joke. I told my wife, I said, do you want to get on TV? Rich does that anyway because he's a cheese weenie. I said, do you want to get on TV? <laughs> Every time someone says something a little crazy, we have to make the most preposterous, like, oh my God. Richard out of his chair. Yeah. Danny, I was. <laughs> Same I, thing with America's Got Talent. Danny, that audience, they're went, like, oh, what? Danny, my God. I went to. This is a great call. I'm gonna, I'll try to find this later and post it. Did you do that when the Mets lost and they panned to you and you were crying? True story. Were you just milking it for the camera? True story. Mets playoff game lost. That I was, was my I, favorite I was, TV appearance. I was one of the people they panned to, like, sad in the crowd. <laughs> Rich and his dad looking like maybe we shouldn't have come to this game. So, along those lines. My sister and mom visited from New York, and when you know when you live out here in L.A., one of the things you do, yeah, let's let's go to the beach, let's go to Disney. Let's. Sometimes you'd be like, yo, do you want to sit in the audience of a game show? So we went to see a filming of The Price Is Right. 
and the guy next to me got called up to contestants row. And I took this opportunity, Danny. I'm like, all right, this is my moment. This guy jumps up like he's the happiest guy on earth. I jump up as if I know him, and I start hugging him. Just, <laughs> because, I, just because I knew. I was like, as I'm doing, I'm like, Cavino spot, and everyone is going to get a kick out of this. And I was like, I was hugging him and jumping like, yeah! And then you watch it back, and you're like, I don't know that. People are like, oh, is that someone you know? No. Screen time stealer. And that's, that's why yeah. Rich is famous, and that's why we're filling in for yep. Dan Patrick. Yeah, that's the only reason. That's, that's only why. Reason. It was that yeah. legendary Price is Right moment. Yeah, Dan Patrick is. is in uh, uh, Adam Sandler movies. Rich on the Price is Right. Same, <laughs> same thing. Same And his name thing. wasn't even called. That's the yeah. worst part. Yeah. Um, I'm not friends with the Sandman. A lot of it? NFL players do that, though. They go stand behind the coach, so they make sure they get that good airtime. Oh, for sure. If you're on Hard Knocks right now, just stand behind Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's the truth. Honestly, I always wonder when when a guy's being interviewed post game, and they see someone with a microphone in his face. Do you think some of those guys interrupt just to have their moment? Absolutely. Yeah, and it takes away from that actual person's moment. That's what you did to the Price Is Right guy. Spot said absolutely, absolutely. Uh, honestly, I don't know, let's say uh, you. Know, any player, uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, great game on Sunday Night Football. You know, in the middle of it, like, Devontae Smith would be like, yo, baby, that's yo, good game. Baby. I'm like, can he wait 20 seconds? Travis Kelsey infamous for doing oh, that. Oh, but Kelsey's funny, though. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. I would do it. Yeah, get that little extra TV glow. Camera time. All right, well, listen, something in the world of fantasy football. Oh. Has my wife thinking, all of us dudes are dopes. I'll explain what it is as people get ready for their fantasy football season. We'll talk a little gambling, a little fantasy football. Next, CNR, in for Dan Patrick on Fox Sports Radio. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 